Did you know there is a great selection of podcasts in the Nerdy Bunch network? Like the Nerdy Bunch, which started it all. Torn Talk, a Star Wars podcast. Amalgam, a Marvel and DC podcast. The Uwu Squadcast, and many others. Be sure to visit url.bio forward slash Nerdy Bunch to listen to all the podcasts available. Thank you and enjoy the Gamers for Life podcast none of them really made sense and even with the Wii like how it was obviously the most successful motion thing uh, you know like you said there was a few games where you're like uh, I just need a controller thanks <laughs> I mean you know you look at you know, look at the majority of the gamers market it's like hey gamers you want to work out while you play no <laughs> I'm good everybody welcome to the gamers for life podcast where we discuss all things games i'm one of your hosts jarell with me is my right hand man my co-host my abxy arthur arthur what's going on buddy i'm doing great uh <laughs> just played the outriders demo that we'll talk mm. about more later yeah uh, sure version definite fucking thumbs up for me <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, I remember I was talking to you earlier today, and you're like, "Oh yeah, you know, download the demo, going to check it out." And so I was like, "Yeah, it'd be cool if you were able to play a little bit of it." And then, like an hour later, you're like, "Yeah, I bought it." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> yeah, it sucks because I thought the game was already out because mm. in the main lobby they say, you know, they say the limitations of the de- the demo. So the demo, which it tells you, mm-hmm. is the first chapter of the game, the prologue, and the first chapter of the game. Mm. Uh, but there's level limitations and world difficulty lim- limitations, yeah, uh, or caps, I should say. Mm. And and then at the bottom right, it says, "Want more? Purchase the game." It does say that, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I purchased it, and I'm like, and then I'm look. That's why I was a little late today, is because I was looking at my download thing, my queue. I'm like, why isn't it downloading, or whatever? <laughs> and like, the de- apparently when you download the one, when you download the demo, it's the majority of the game. Two. It comes out March 31st. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so even though, even though they're like, you want more, download the game. And I'm like, oh, yeah. yes, please. <laughs> You're like, absolutely. And they're like, cool. See you at the end of the month. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, but, man. Oh, uh, man. But like, so we'll, like, so we'll talk more into it. But I'm there's four classes mm-hmm. and I'm going to play all four classes before the game comes out because they let you start exactly where you left off in, mm. with your save file. Yeah. I realized that. Yeah. Cause I remember I closed it cause I, I was playing it on the PC mm-hmm. uh, and I was like, you know what? I kind of want to play it again. And then it started me right where I left off. I was like, Oh shit. I can actually like continue where I left. I'll start from the beginning again. So that was mm-hmm. like, a pretty cool sign, you know, for me. Well, not, as well. well, not just not just that, but like, and I mean, and I mean, like the full full game when it comes out. Oh, oh, oh okay. Oh, it, wow. sa- it saves your progress. Yeah, yeah. You can so you can just start right where you left off. So this oh, so is a demo. That is old school. This that is, is the demo. School. And when the full game comes out, you can start exactly where you just left off. Like poop. Dude, do you remember back in the day when your save used to actually transfer over? They're bringing it back. It's bringing it back. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> 
I can talk. Yeah, I'll definitely mention some more things because Sure Vision fucking had so much fun playing this demo. <laughs> awesome, awesome. We'll definitely do that since that is the uh, big tune of the day here for the Gamers for Life podcast. Each and every Saturday, where we discuss all things games. Be sure to check it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any of the other uh, applications of your choice. Uh, be sure to like the podcast Instagram or follow us. I'm mixing all my social medias up, uh, but be sure to follow us on Instagram at Gamers for Life Podcast. As we post news of uh, certain games coming out, we just started doing that uh, pretty uh, pretty heavily. It's pretty cool. So it'll be certain videos or just headline news, gaming style information. Uh, alongside with uh, our Twitch stream stuff as well, uh, since Arthur manages the Twitch stream. So be sure to do that. Um, it's funny because originally, Arthur, we were talking, we were like, man, it's kind of a slow week as far as like games and like trying to figure out what to add. And originally, I was like, maybe talk about the BAFTAs, but the BAFTAs are like, they start in the, in the, the BAFTAs, I'm talking about the British, was it the British Awards? Uh, I forgot the acronym. The, uh, it's like the, uh, the, I think it stands for British non-American foreign things. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an American answer. <laughs> the British non-American uh, foreign thing awards. <laughs> Those are the BAFTAs. Arthur, why don't you care about the BAFTAs? I haven't had a Carol England thanks since 1776, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> Give me my steak and beer, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But, but yeah, the, uh, I had to look it up here. But yeah, the Baptist British Academy Film Awards, but it's the Game Awards. Um, so the acronym technically should be different, but nevertheless, wait, 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 wait. it should be the baggers, uh, <laughs> the Baptists. <laughs> Sorry for the cough. Wait, what, what's it stand for? It's a British Academy Film Awards. What's the T? Oh, there's no T. It might say, uh, it might say, I'm, I might sound. No it's, the, no, it's the BAFTA. Oh no. Yeah, they're right. There is a T. Oh, and television, film and television. Oh. So, oh no, so, so sorry. It's, I'm, I'm like, my brain's gone today. Uh, it's the British Academy of Film and Television Arts. Oh, games is, yeah. the, games is definitely that second A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, like, hey, British people, do your fucking acronyms right. <laughs> you only invented the language. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea why I'm an anti British thing today just thought it was funny <laughs> i think I, I think i saw that joke it was like somebody said something and they're on twitter the response was it's like wait, you're from the uk right yeah i haven't had to care about your opinion in the, since 17 since 1776 and i'm yeah. like <laughs> i'm like i'm gonna use that in real life fast yeah, forward me forgetting it forgetting it like two hours later Bam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that's crazy. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was going to say, as far as uh, originally, I was thinking maybe we could talk about, you know, the BAFTAs. Uh, but that, that for the video game awards, that comes out on the 25th. So I was like, ah, oh, maybe it's a little too early. But luckily, you know, some news additionally drops. It's funny, it always drops like hours before we record that I felt that it was pretty good to add for the show today. And a couple of things are a little old that we haven't talked about. So, Pretty decent list here for the Gamers for Life podcast. And then, of course, here on the show uh, for Gamers for Life, we read the news while you listen to what you choose by clicking on the time codes, uh, the hyperlinks in the description of every episode. 
So we'll have a, uh, a hyperlink next to the topic that we discuss on the show. So you can choose what you want to listen to. Or if you just want to listen to the whole damn thing, you can do that as well on the Gamers for Life podcast. And speaking of uh, games coming out that we're looking forward to, uh, it's funny. This trailer hit not too long ago, and I was pretty excited of what I was seeing because I've seen several attempts of this particular franchise uh, a couple, a few hits. Most of them have been misses. By uh, far, most. <laughs> yeah, by far, most. That's exactly right. Uh, but Aliens Fire Team was announced. Um, yes, uh, which looks really, really awesome. It looks good. Uh, yeah, yeah. It looks, it looks really, really good. So I am pretty freaking excited about that. It's supposed to come out in the summer and. For uh, as far as just some information on the game here, this description I'm about to read is from Steam or is from Steam uh, says here, quote, play the pivotal role in the epic events that occur 23 years after the original Alien trilogy as a colonial marine station aboard the USS Endeavor. Badly terrifying xenomorph threats, stunning visuals, iconic enemies, realistic environments and powerful weapons. Actually, there's more futuristic equipment and an eerie soundscape. Fill out a new uh, fill out new storylines in a series of playable campaigns, uh, replayable campaigns that evoke and expand upon the blockbuster films. It says face overwhelming odds against over twenty enemy types, including eleven different xenomorphs, along with the evolutionary scale from face huggers to uh, Praetorians. Each designed from their own intelligence to ambush, outsmart, and eviscerate vulnerable Marines. Utilize cover and master team strategy to survive extraterrestrial threats as they overrun your fire team from every angle. Swarm through doors, vents, scramble through walls, ceilings, and strike from the darkness from an uncanny ferocity. Uh, And it says here, lastly, choose from five unique classes, gunner, demolisher, technician, dock, and recon, each each from their own special abilities and character perks. Utilize the uh, extensive arsenal of 30 plus weapons and 70 plus mods attachments in your effort to eradicate the alien threat. An innovative perk board modifies and improves your abilities, while a unique challenge card system alters the approach to each campaign mission, offering a new experience with every playthrough. End quote. And I remember re- watching that trailer and I was like, whoa, that. Actually, it looks like how like I've always wanted the Alien games to be. Uh, what, what, what were your thoughts on uh, on the on the trailer of what you've seen so far, Arthur? So you say there's 30 weapons. All that matters is they did get the audio correct on the iconic Aliens that Aliens rifle. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> there's certain there's certain sounds that that not only have a nostalgia effect, but that you just know that's that like the star wars games for example there's no way they could have made a successful star wars game like uh i'm referring to battlefront sorry i'm referring to battlefront 2 um gameplay wise ignoring all the microtransaction stuff behind it um gameplay wise there's no way you can release a a star wars game um nowadays expected to be successful without those iconic sound effects oh yeah absolutely uh and same thing you know with you know same thing with any game <clears throat> made out made following the success of a franchise whether it's a previous game or a previous movie franchise you need to have those you need to have those sound effects and they have the alien screeches when they when they're dying they have the those guns that have, they have the gun effects that was one that was one of the things i noticed i did like go back and i was like it's a, is that the right effect i'm like yes yes it is 
Um, I'm yeah. happy about it. You know, a lot of people, of course, say, well, what about Alien Colonial Marines? That's a fair thing, but you have to remember, <laughs> Aliens Clone Marines, which was a horrible game at launch, yeah. um, went through a total of 11, of 11 different developers and publishers. And that mm. I blame the production hell on the result of Aliens Clone Marines yeah. rather than game, ooh, game bad, arg. Like, yeah, but, you know, you have to, you know, you have to look at the why, you know. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, right. the fact that this isn't going through production hell, this is day one same developer, day one same publisher. Um, not you know, there's not too many heads on this. What I mean by that is, it of course, like in movies, like in TV, games can also fall victim to the, the to the saying. There's too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, and so when you get too many heads on a project or something like that, it can fall short. There's nothing wrong with keeping it simple, so I th- I have hope for this game. Yeah. Not, so the trailer got me hope, um, and I'm looking forward to it, man. The fact that it's like you know, I like PVE, I like cooperative, I like classes, so everything I like, it's ticked all the boxes for me that make me that make me excited. That's gonna that make me excited for this game. Yeah, definitely. I agree with everything you said. Uh, absolutely. I think one of the big things that I'm really excited for as well is the intelligence of the, you know, of the aliens themselves, right? The different the xenomorphs. AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The AI of the different xenomorphs, uh, you know, as well, uh, you know, because they all have their, they, they all have their different, um, you know, they're just as far as the different strategies on how to attack and like going. And then also as for what they talk about as far as, you know, going through walls, going through vents, like popping out, like that's like a part of the big, you know, the, the big thing as far as for those alien, the alien movies, especially specifically aliens. And, you know, and then sometimes, you know, you're going through slowly shooting everything. And then other times you're kind of running from point A to point B because this particular area, you're not going to be able to kill all of them. So I think applying those same type of strategies that I've seen from the movie and scenes and things of that nature, it seems like they're really nailing all of the the things that I've kind of wanted from an Aliens game from a really long time. You know, Alien Isolation really nailed the first game, I feel like, as far as like the, the scary factor, uh, that, yeah. that type of feel. And like the set and like that's still 70s, like old school futuristic vibe and everything. And then just as far as being a creepy, like how aliens is a very creep can be a very creepy thing. Uh, they were def- definitely nailed that. So this is definitely going to nail that James Cameron vibe. <laughs> I, f- I feel like not to go into too much, but at least like movie comparison wise, mm-hmm. aliens or terminators or, or they have the same flow. The first movie is like a single enemy horror thing. Mm. And the second one is balls to the wall horror with, with sci-fi action thriller. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Terminator one was, again, was more of a horror stalking this truly unkillable thing. Trying to kill Sarah Connor. Second one, bam, let's get the fucking action going. <clears throat> alien <laughs> to aliens. Did it had the same thing? Yeah. And so I think that we're, we're kind of, the games are kind of having that same flow aliens, mm. you know, alien uh, isolation, had the horror aspect to it. Uh, now this one, that's you know, you know, we we had the horror of Alien with Alien Isolation. Let's get the action from Aliens. Fucking get the Marines in there and just <laughs> shoot everything till we die. <laughs> <laughs> 
Most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, and speaking of dying of satisfaction, uh, that's like way was, uh, <laughs> we talk about the Borderlands, uh, Borderlands movie. Uh, that is, you know, they're casting all of the, uh, you know, different characters and whatnot at the game. Uh, and they recently just casted their tiny, t- uh, tiny Tina, uh, from Borderlands, which I'm super excited about and wanted to discuss here. Uh, according to Game Informer. So uh, it says here in quote, uh, the cast for Eli, uh, Eli Roth's Borderlands movie has beefed up in short order, already boasting the likes of Jack Black as Claptrap, Kate Blanchett as Lilith, Jamie Lee Curtis as Patricia Tannis, and Kevin Hart as Roland. The latest character to find this performer is the fan favorite Tiny Tina, who will be played by Ariana Greenblatt. For those who are asking who, Ariana Greenblatt may be the most familiar to mainstream audiences, especially Marvel fans, as the actress who portrayed Child Gamora in Avengers Infinity War. Yes, she's half of the uh, famous scene that launched a thousand memes. You know the one. Uh, and then it says here, uh, briefly, Greenblatt has been busy B since appearing in three films in 2020. Uh, she talks about uh, the multiple things that she's been in from Love and Monsters, the Boss Baby Family Business. Uh, so she's not a not end quote here. It's, it, so she's not a novice as far as from an acting perspective as well. So uh i'm pretty excited about this i'm curious to see what she does um i haven't wa- besides the infinity war thing i'm curious to see how she's going to portray tiny tina because as you know and as i've preached about uh for for this podcast that we've been on she's like my favorite character in borderlands i thought like some of her some of her writing was just so so funny and I was like, God, like this is like her character is insane. Like it's so, so funny. So I'm really excited to see what she does. If she's able to pull off Tiny Tina, like that particular character, like, man, like she's got range. So uh, it's interesting, man. I'm looking forward to this film to see how it does. You know, have you, you seen, have you seen Love of Monsters? It's been a while. It's been a while uh, since I've since I've seen it. Wait, when you say a while, how long? Uh, I mean, I, I'm trying to recall if I've seen, I might have even, because Love of Monsters only came out like two months ago. Did it? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, Love of, no, Love, Love of Monsters is a 2020 movie that was released, uh, video on demand. I think it came out January of like oh, okay. 2021. It's really recent. Oh, okay. I might be confusing it with something else, but so, but I'm assuming she does an amazing job in that. Yeah. She, yeah, she plays, um, a semi, like a yeah, semi small role. Mm, uh and and she does good it's really fun it's yeah. really it's a really good movie you know uh level monsters subversion future earth's fucked up with a, with a ton of monsters but not all of them are evil <laughs> oh, okay uh <laughs> and she's like one of the people care almost said npcs <laughs> she's, one <of> the, <laughs> she's one of the npc characters you meet <laughs> um and she's one of the characters he meets along his, his the main character's journey and yeah, she okay. was really good. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed so far. But I mean, the only one that's really thrown me off has been the Kevin Hart one for Roland. But I'm pretty pretty impressed so far with the cast choices, you know, for uh, for this game. So I'm curious to see what who else they choose. And uh, I, I I'm still on the I'm still in the the I'm still curious about or not curious, but my prediction is still that they're kind of like taking characters from the game and probably going to create a whole additional thing versus you know follow, doing specifically the storyline from the first borderlands 
you know, or the pre like, or is it going to start from the pre sequel? So I'm curious what timeline, you know, they're well, it's at the least the second one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Tarantino Tyne, right? Tyne, is not in the first, in the first one or the prequel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's very true. So, uh, yeah. So excited about that, man. Excited about that. I, I'm curious of who the cast for Sir Hammerlock. Oh yeah. <laughs> the robot British cyborg hunter. I was thinking of uh what's his name? Christopher the guy who was in uh he was in Django. Um he was the uh, older guy. Guy's name. Waltz? Christopher Waltz, yeah. Yeah. I just know he, his last name is Waltz because it's a dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it's Christopher Waltz. Yeah, he'd be a brilliant I, uh Hey Waltz. man, you know his first name, I know his last. That's why we that's why we <laughs> That's why we work together. I just know I just know his last name is Waltz. Yeah. 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 We're making a good team. I, yeah, now I know his last name because it's named after a dance. Right. Like, who is this? This is Mr. Tango. Oh, hello. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just has a memorable, just has a memorable last name. <laughs> Uh, most definitely, most definitely. Uh, so moving on here, I thought this would be a really interesting conversation. Um, uh, talking about this next uh, segment here. Uh, so speaking of games that have been ported over time and time again, uh, the Grand Theft Auto Five, you know, has been rumored to to do another, you know, remaster rehashing uh, for the PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X. Uh, but there looks like there's been a couple of issues uh, as far as you know those that particular remaster for those consoles. Good. Uh, for, <laughs> for example, uh, the main title here on the IGN article uh, says GTA uh, GTA Five and PS Five and Xbox Series X won't be a simple port. Says Take Two CEO. Uh, so it says here in quote, Strauss Velenick, CEO of Rockstar Games, parent company Take Two Interactive, has discussed the company's approach to remasters, saying that it won't be it won't settle for simple ports of its older games, including the upcoming version of Grand Theft Auto V for PS5 and the Xbox Series X and S. As transcribed by VGC, Zelenik made a statement on uh, under the Morgan Stanley Technology Conference. When asked about the importance of masters of remasters for Take Two going forward, uh, says here in quote, "Remastering has always been a part of the strategy. We've done differently uh, than the competition. Uh, we don't just port titles over. We actually take time to do the very best job we can. Uh, we can uh, making the title different for the new release." Uh, for the new technology that we're launching, for the new technology we're launching on it, Zelnick said. He also says, "In quote, we improve the technology, we upgrade the visuals, and we make him." Uh, performance enhancements and that's why i think our remaster titles typically do so well uh and quote uh the, end- <laughs> the reason the reason the remasters do so well is because you make us fucking buy them because they're the only like game that doesn't transfer save data so it's like <laughs> wow. oh you play gt online and you had all these cars all these jets all these clothes unlocked Mm, got to start from fresh. Oh, but that takes a long time, huh? Well, you can just pay <laughs> us, and we'll give you all those things back. Mm. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a really good. That's like, a really good point. Hey, we give you no bone. We give you. We give you. And and they say performance enhancements. Shut the fuck up. The only <laughs> the only difference it had going from like PS three to PS four, Xbox three sixty to Xbox one is oh you gave us. Wait for it first person oh <laughs> that was it 
your loading your loading times are still fucked. Your servers are still fucked. Crashes are still fucked. Shut up, Rockstar. <laughs> There's no performance shit you're giving us. You're just making people pay for your fucking shark cards all over again. Because, Joe, what have we heard? Because here's what we hear. Want to know something you didn't hear that we've heard a million times? Next-gen upgrade. Mm, that's yeah. a phrase we've heard a lot over these past few months, and that's something you will never hear from Rockstar. Why? Because, again, all that shit you had, <laughs> you need to grind <laughs> another two years to get it all or just fucking pay them and give and buy your shit back yeah like like i said this that's something we've heard from like even fucking final fantasy took one game made into three games even at least they were like here's a free next gen upgrade or all your shit transfers over rockstar is like go fuck yourself pay us like (laughs) it's like rockstar is quietly i think but now more publicly with how much they're fucking milking gta they're like I, I think I mentioned last time how like their EA is showing like they're just yeah. their, their lack of care for the community because even on the, even on the neck, because even, even when you went from 360 to the one, like right now, the Xbox one, the loading times to getting into a game, getting online sucks, has not yeah. improved. Um, and joining a friend's game dude, it takes like four attempts and mm. something that's something that has never been fixed, ever been fixed. When you finish the heist, you know, you know, the GT Online's all about heists and yeah. stuff like that. That's their quote unquote DLC. Every time you finish the heist, um, it's guaranteed someone in your party is going to crash. Mm. Every time, every time. Now, mind you, drill, Victor, me, drill, uh, me, drill, me, Ivan, Victor, Caleb, Connor, um, Prime. You know, we've all like at one point or another played uh, done a heist together with three to four people. Mm. Every single time. We crash when the heist is done. Damn. So when they say, "Oh, we're gonna f- we're focusing on performance like we always have," shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's crazy. Like I think it's funny because you know I, one of the another another point. I guess another side of the not a, the side of the spectrum, but it's another thing I was thinking about in regarding to this is that you know I feel like there are games that get remastered and everything where people actually are waiting for it. But I feel like Grand Theft Auto V has lost its steam. You know what I mean? Like, this game originally came out around, what, the PS3 and 360 days, right? And then, you know, poured over to the 4. Now they're trying to get it over to the 5. But I don't think, peop- I, I don't think people want remasters of Grand Theft Auto V. I think people no. want Grand Theft Auto VI. <laughs> Put it this way. The game's been out over seven years. Less than eight, but over seven years. Yeah. In the last "quote unquote" generation seven-year time span, we got Gatorado three, uh, Gatorado Vice City, Gatorado San Andreas, Gatorado four, mm. and Vice City stories. If we include the PCP, the PCP, the PSP version, right? Which is not bad. Yeah. And like now, you know, now there's there there. You know, I say quietly, but now more and more, thankfully the community is being more vocal of like, we don't fucking care. We don't want to play GTA five online for a third generational fucking time. (laughs) Give us a new game. Exactly. (laughs) Cause I, I even heard this is going to piss you off too, but I heard they're going to release a grand theft auto, uh, five online separately. 
or that was another plan too. I'm just like, how about you guys just work on Grand Theft Auto Six? Like, I know you're working on it, but like, work on it more. (laughs) Again, man, with all and with all the money they're making, with all their money they're making, I think it was like, I think a modder came out and said like, oh, Rockstar, if Rockstar can fix their loading problems in two days, Mm, wow, and they just don't fucking care. Like it's like it's bad. Like if you like this, it, it, so imagine like taking forever to get online, then taking forever to join your friend, then it takes you like a while to do your heist. Especially depending on what heist it is, the more difficult ones can take an hour because someone dies. Yeah, and after all that, you're finally done with the heist, and you all fucking crash. So mm. let's say if you want to go play the game again, then you all have to go on to fucking go through loading screen, the main loading screen. Then you know, fucking get online if you can. Then sh- then fucking play hopscotch, join all your friends. It's just so fucking bad, dude. I stopped playing yeah. it. Remember, remember mm-hmm. how we said I was playing it? I I, I haven't played it in months. I stopped playing. Yeah, it. I'm, 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 I'm stopped yeah. playing it. Yeah, I remember you said you're like, I'm done with this. Like, I'm I'm tired of doing the same shit. Like, I'm tired of the shark car bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah you kind of you kind of were 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 done with that. So, yeah, yeah. And, a, and a lot more people are. It's like, yeah, your game is fun. Yes, I have fun playing it, but it's like, we're dude, we're getting tired of it, Rockstar. We're getting yeah. tired of it, and a lot more people are saying it, and which is a good thing. I think if rock and yeah, no, I am glad because the game that shows them that the gaming community is like, hey, like we need the next fucking game within the franchise. If Rockstar is smart, they'll release some type of a trailer for E3 since E3 is going to be an all digital event again for this year. And, and here's the thing. It's not like we, it's not like we hate remakes or remasters. I would rather have a remaster of vice city than another fucking version of GTA five. Ah, facts, facts. Again, if they, if like, if they surprise us out of nowhere and say, psych, we're not remastering GTA five for the PS five and, the new Xbox, we're actually remastering Vice City. I'll be happy. I'll be, be dope. I'll be happy. But no, yeah. they're just milking GTA 5 online. That's all they're doing. <laughs> yeah, dude, because Vice Vice City, I loved Vice City. The music, the meet the the music in, in the, the those radio stations are just like I was like, God, this is such a brilliantly put together like list of list of songs. And then like, you know, you had Laszlo and all that stuff. He was still doing his thing on there. It's yes. Yeah, I've seen stuff. a flock of seagull. I've seen a flock of seagulls live. Really? You know, the, the band that did and I ran. Yeah. That, I ran that's, so that's far my shit. away. <laughs> um, I saw them that's in concert. I saw them in San- I saw them in concert in Santa Cruz during college. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I saw them on, and it was on the beach. Like the concert was like on the Santa Cruz boardwalk in the beach. That's awesome. It was a free concert. So, you know, (laughs) hashtag pre COVID memories, man. (laughs) Um, Now, of course, you know, I only, I only, it was funny because I went there with three of my friends. We only knew them from the game. From Grand Theft Auto. So when they're playing all these, all these songs, now mind you, I enjoyed myself. But it's yeah. like imagine you know you you go to this concert knowing you only know one song of the artist <laughs> and you know it's probably gonna be last. <laughs> I had fun. They have a song called "Naked," which is like a song about everyone getting naked. I'm like, wow, this is definitely written in the seventies. <laughs> uh, but long, well, long, long story short, I I was able to see a flock of seagulls live uh, nice. live in like 2007, and, and yeah, good awesome. memories, man. 
<laughs> it's like they're performing and you're thinking about running over people in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> oh, dude, best believe, best believe when they finally played the song, me and my friends went in. We're just, we sing the whole thing start to finish. <laughs> nice. nice. All these, like, As all these, you, you should know, have. <laughs> all these, honestly, at the time I can say old people, by the time all these adults, you know, older people, you know, who know Flock of Eagles from the 70s, from the 80s, and we're, you know, all these, like, you know, second-year college kids are, like, fucking going in on, and I ran. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get away. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm mad uh, at Rockstar. Really? You're gonna remake GTA Five like, five times and you can't make Vice City? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of getaway, on the next uh, topic here, uh, the... Uh, the folks that worked on the getaway, the uh, game that came out back in the day for the PlayStation two, it appears that there's some rumblings uh, of them actually working on a brand new project. So according to gaming Bible it says here that Sony interactive entertainment's London studios just announced some pretty big moves and have confirmed some very, very interesting details on its next project. So says a new post over the London studio website uh, confirms that the developer has appointed two new studio co-heads of uh, Tara Saunders and Stuart White, uh, who have been on the company since 2017. As co-heads, the pair will be driving London studio forward with at least one in development. The title has, quote-unquote, huge potential, uh, end quote. I, I thought this was interesting because uh, for the getaway, you know, that, that released back in the day, uh, 2004, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that game I thought was pretty interesting for its time. I think it's one yeah. of the first games that had that that had the f bomb uh, in it, and then after that, Grand Theft Auto just went over, just went off the rails. <laughs> I was gonna say because like the makers of the Getaway are gonna surprise people with a new game, um, um. GTA Six. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> seriously. But yeah, I was a big fan. Uh, did you ever play the Getaway back in the back in the day uh, when it came out on PlayStation Two? Um, no, but it was definitely one of those games that was on my radar because a lot of people were talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, yeah, it was pretty. It like it was pretty interesting. It had a very guy. I think Guy Ritchie actually like helped write like the the, the screenplay or something. It like reminded that, me or? of the movie Snatch. Yeah. Or like yeah. lock stock two smoking barrels. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, because I know Guy Ritchie actually helped he actually helped write the story for the getaway uh that came out and like it just had a really grungy feel. And then one of the cool things about it too London was, London Mon- L- London Mobsters. Yeah, London Mobsters kind of an open world. Uh and then there was no HUD at all. So like you oh, know yeah, when huh. you yeah, so when you're driving around, like when you're turning left, like when the game wants you to turn left, the 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 right turn signal or the right blinking, you know, a light will blink and to say turn here. So this is very interesting, you know, ways of, of uh, controlling the game without an actual HUD. And then like, you know, when you're shooting, like you're actually need to aim to shoot. So it was pretty interesting, interesting stuff. And then the, the sound wasn't bad too. I remember being the first game for the getaway and I really liked it. Uh, but the second game, I think it was just on PSP or something, and I know it didn't do as well. Uh, so I'm like, oh, well, that sucks. But I hope for this uh, upcoming game, if they work on a title specifically for PlayStation 5 or just next-gen in general, uh, that would be a huge win, I think. Because I'm still waiting, man. I'm still waiting on I, – I, I get the business model of releasing games for their prior uh, consoles. Like, I get that. But 
you know, give people a reason of why they are upgrading their console versus like the cell phone reason. As far as like, well, you're still going to do the same stuff. Might as well have a little nicer this. Like, no, like give us like some legitimate content to show off my console, man. So I, I told you, I can't describe it. I can't put in the words, but this is this one. This feels like the least next gen console release. <laughs> like PS2 to PS3, whoa. PS3 to PS4, whoa. PS4 to PS5, I'll buy it like a year from now. <laughs> and that's not just, and that's just not the fans. That's the publishers saying, look, another game where you don't have to buy a $500 console. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Sony and Microsoft are, are giving us a lot of reasons to not give them money. And okay, I'm here for it. <laughs> I was going to ask you too, because I, do you think because of the pandemic that it has made us more impatient as far as like having that content being rolled out? Cause I know in general, previous years, you know, when console rollouts happen, you know, there's a little bit of a wait time prior to, you know, say maybe like the, well, not really the summertime, but just before like some really legit games come out for it. Do you think because of like being quarantined and everything and we're just kind of like sitting, like waiting and stuff, do you think mm. it makes us more impatient versus previous generations? Yes, but impatience not the exact word I would uh, use. Okay. It's more like games is like the only new thing we have right now. Yeah. We yeah. don't really have too many new movies. Like, yeah, there's the HBO Warner Brothers thing. Um, there's not too many new TV shows. Um, yeah, sports are just like are slowly coming back, other than football and basketball. Um, I mean, so, like sports are coming back. You know, the new seasons are starting up. But like, but like, so at least for us, you know, if you're not really big into movies, you're not really big into sports, and you know, you, you know. Like there's a lot of people cutting cables. No one's really watching new TV nowadays. Yeah. Games is the only thing that's still new happening that we like. And it's like this double-edged sword of like, it sucks that's getting delayed, but like we understand, we should understand why, but we were just still upset. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, it's like a patient. It's like impatience is an effect, but not like the cause of why we're up, like not the complete cause of why we're upset. You know what I mean? Sure. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and especially because, you know, the reports are showing that, you know, last year gaming made the, that was the most profitable thing versus all the other entertainment mediums combined, given yep. that a lot of those mediums were restricted heavily because of obviously the pandemic, but just the fact that yeah. it was so huge, you know, and continue will continue to be uh, a huge thing as far as for, you know, uh, income and whatnot. Uh, interesting stuff. So I'm just picturing other artists and celebrities looking at the gaming industry being the most successful by far, the most successful thing to a, in 2020 and being like, Hmm, maybe I should get involved with this. Beyonce and Jay Z, the game. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll let Kanye West make that console. He's always been wanting to make. <laughs> well, you know, um, soldier boy made his console. D- did he fit it? Did he actually he finish working on it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> There's not so many news on it, but we definitely got to talk about it in the next coming episodes. But, uh, no, yeah. Soldier boy made his console. Oh, geez. Yeah. With that, the KFC console, bro, <laughs> shake up the market. <laughs> Dude, KFC, Soldier Boy, Popeyes, 
<laughs> Travis Scott, the, the handheld version, like, fuck it. <laughs> if, and this will be a statement. If Soldier Boy releases his console and he makes, and, it, and it's more successful than the Stadia and the Amazon Luna, I'm going to laugh my ass off. And we're going to laugh about it. Next well, if he sells more than, <laughs> well, if he sells more than 20, he beats Stadia. <laughs> he sold 21. <laughs> Good job. You beat a worldwide billion dollar corporation in gaming. High five, Soldier Boy. Yeah, he's going to have more net profit versus uh, those companies for a long time. So, geez, that's so funny. Hilarious, hilarious. Uh, So, moving on here, speaking of new ish entertainment, forms of entertainment, and I'm really surprised too that this is still a thing, or maybe just as far as how it fits within the big picture of. you know, of, I guess this when it comes to video games and I'm interested to talk to you about this as well, Arthur. Uh-huh. So some reports here that uh, landed in front of our desks uh, rather uh, for more uh, VR games are being made for the PlayStation uh, for the PlayStation, you know, five, the four, uh, so it says here, according to verge.com, that Sony has the six PlayStation VR games, including doom three for VR. Uh, to continue to say here saying, quote, uh, Sony has announced a new generation of PSVR for its PlayStation 5 console last month. Uh, the headset will come with a redesigned controller, a single cord instead of the original cable box, and a higher resolution screen, among other upgrades. But Sony hasn't unveiled the headset or offered many details, and it said that the device won't arrive until 2021, which is this year. Come on, get with it, Diverge. Uh, continues to say, so today's games will be launching for PSVR with the promise for a better experience down the line and uh, some of those other titles not only for doom 3 vr uh there's after the fall uh, i expect you to die to the spy and the liar uh game called fract what it says fract is developed by end dreams the studio behind kayak based stealth shooter phantom cover ops continuing the stealth uh continuing the sports plus guns formula and a new game is an action shooter built around skiing alongside climbing zip lines and old-fashioned duck and cover combat it's also apparently about the fracking facility that's been taking over an army of gun-wielding interdimensional uh, maniacs and quotes Uh, a few other titles here it looks like it's song in the smoke uh for for the for the system uh zenith as well uh, which I know has been previously on PC, says here in quote, Sony announced 21 release of 2021 release of Zenith, an anime influenced a massively multiplayer role-playing game funded by a Kickstarter last year. It's set as a high-tech fantasy world that's designed for players to climb and glide around in the addition to fighting with the VR adapted version of the conventional RPG combat, end quote. So uh Arthur, I want to ask you this. So Apparently, Sony is still on all in on this VR thing, right? This VR technology and the VR games, the idea of VR, you know, continue to release titles for it. Um, and it's weird because I I almost felt like it, it was going to be like, you remember when 3D movies were a thing? They're trying to push 3D and then they're just like, yeah, nobody wants this. And then, <laughs> and then Blu- the Blu- Blu-ray showed up with their big dick energy and fucking killed 3D movies. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so, yeah, so, I mean, so now, you know, you have the VR stuff, and I know it's a, 
it's one of those things where it's a very it's still very niche at this time. There's a couple of games that do really well. A lot of them are just very mediocre, in my opinion. A mm-hmm. uh, few that do really well, like you know, Resident Evil Biohazard, things of like that nature, where you're immersed within the you know the craziness. Uh, but what are your thoughts on PSVR for like PS5 and you know and just like in, you know I guess specifically talking about PS5, but uh, as far as just the the entertainment in general, like do you think it's going to kind of be a, an increased you know, thing, you know, for the next few years for PlayStation VR, PlayStation VR, three words, let it die. (laughs) Now I'm not saying VR games won't continue to succeed or won't grow, Mm. but here's to let you know how little PlayStation truly cares about PlayStation VR and how much they know our, their customers don't really care. There were three of the three Sony conferences of the, okay, of the two Sony conferences and the recent uh, state of play. Sony VR wasn't in two of them. And it was barely mm-hmm. mentioned in the first one, which is arguably the shittier conference. I mean, that for, remember that first, first conference that people said like, cool, all we got was cinematic trailers, but we never got any gameplay. And then oh, they yeah. had their second conference, their real conference. Uh, yeah, so their second conference, their real conference, that never mentioned PlayStation VR. And the recent state of play of like, hey, what's happening with PlayStation? That I mentioned PlayStation VR. That's that's right. It's a good point. So now, <laughs> I but so here here's the thing with my my thing of VR. I think VR is in this limbo where the technology, like the quality of games, in my opinion is not quite there yet. I'm not yeah. saying it's not a fun game. Like there was a whole half like Alex thing, but I think that's like, again, that's for VR on its own. Like, mm-hmm. I think, I think VR in terms of the gaming console thing, VR should be on par with PC. It's its own thing. Yeah. I don't think VR in consoles should mix. Hmm. You know yeah, I mean, I think it should be its own separate thing. Like, and of course, you know, I think, you know, arguably tying with the PC just because the mechanics and whatnot. But like, look at Xbox, the Connect. It took them like four, it took like four versions for the Connect to finally work. And then a year, <laughs> like two years after it finally did work, they let it fucking die. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, Phil Spencer was like, get that shit out of here. <laughs> yeah. I think it was like, just, I think it was finally, I think the connectedness are working till like just dance 17 and a half. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, but it took a long time for the connect to actually be fucking a useful thing. Like by that, I mean, to fucking work. Yeah. Like they released so many models that just did not fucking work. Do you remember, do you remember the, do you remember the day one connect? Do you remember the day one connect? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can recognize black people. Remember that? I do, I do. Like, yeah. oh, let's play face recognition. No one is here, motherfucker. I'm right here. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It, yeah. I just, yeah. Like day one, day one. Uh, yeah, we tested it. It totally works. Uh, you have no black people working for quality assessment, huh? How do you know that? Yeah, just fucking guess. <laughs> 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 just a fucking guess. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, and again, they finally did get a like they finally did get a fluid working connect, and two years later, they still let it fucking die. PlayStation yeah. VR, let it go, man. Oculus has this, Steam has this, uh, 
you don't have it, man. Yeah, I agree. Like PlayStation Move, you remember that shit? What the fuck was that? <laughs> well, they were trying to jump on the Nintendo thing, but they just they need to stay in their lane. Like this is not not a Sony thing. Yeah, it's not a Sony thing. Stay, dude, stay in your lane, man. Like, and here's the thing: the whole PlayStation Move of like that was Nintendo's Wii lane. Not even the Wii had that shit down. Like. <laughs> I remember like seeing these playthroughs of like Skyward Sword like day one, and it's like holy fuck, how do you beat this fucking game with motion controls? <laughs> and then and then Sony sees this horrible fucking mechanic and goes, "Yeah, let's do that too." <laughs> <laughs> uh, doesn't f- it, but sir, it doesn't even really work for Nintendo. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'll sell for Christmas. <laughs> but yeah, just, a- just just let it die. Sony. Yeah. I, I I I unfortunately I'd have to agree with you. I feel like this is like kind of like the next Vita, you know, where it's like we want to support it, but it just kind of doesn't make sense within the full spectrum of what you guys are about. Um, it's funny though, as far as like that time where everyone was kind of jumping on board with of the motion thing, you know, like the connected adventures like shit for Xbox back in the day, PlayStation Move, you know, and it's just like yeah, like this none of them none of them really made sense. And even with the Wii, like how it was obviously the most successful motion thing, uh, you know, like you said, there's a few games where you're like, uh, I just need a controller. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, you know, you look at, you know, look at the majority of the gamers market. It's like, Hey gamers, you want to work out while you play? No, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> it's like you said, ski. like when you said like fucking was it like, well, you said, oh, like skiing and shit and like rafting and like zip lining. I'm like, pass. Like, hey, you want to work? You want to work out? To sh- you want to work out to shitty mechanics? I'm good. <laughs> no, thanks. I, I just remember I worked at, uh, when I worked at GameStop back in the day and Wii Fit came out and we had a bunch of them at our store and a bunch of Wii Fits just fell over me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and my S- my SGA was like, oh, my God, are you all right? <laughs> dude, those fucking, like, dude, if you dropped, like, those balance board things on somebody, you can, like, kill a kid, man. Those things are fucking heavy. They are heavy. The balance, yes. the balance board, like, the board thing, I'm like, those were surprisingly fucking heavy. I had a hard time getting out of there because, like, he was like, man, like, I was like, I'll come drills and on the floor, like, you know, approaching customers. Oh, shit, he's in the back room. <laughs> Well, hey, Jarrell, uh, based on their uh, previous stories you've told you've told here, thank God you passed on the back. If not, your manager would have learned from you and fucking dragged you into the back office while you passed out. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> still fucking, still can't believe you did that. Oh, my coker just passed out. I'll just drag the body away and, from you. Well, in all fairness, it's funny. And if you, if you guys are familiar with what with what what we're talking about, I'm trying to remember which episode I talked about this. But it's it's I think it's in the description for one of them. But uh, I think I remember that one of my uh, what I think my SGA or something was on his lunch. So when I dragged her in the back, like they were there, they're like, oh, like what the hell happened, you know? So and I don't trust myself by doing a firing like fire fireman's carry. I've never done that. I didn't want to like do that, and then like she hits her head against the side of the rail of the door. <laughs> I, I just felt like when you told that story, 
you just glanced over the you just glanced over the fact. So then I dragged her, so I dragged her to the back of the store. And I was like, <laughs> what the wall the fuck up? Like, what do you mean? But what I added context. I added context. Damn it. <laughs> I know it was just like like we've all seen a GameStop and spoiler the the back of the the back of the store is never where the cat where the register is so you're fucking dragging this girl like arguably 30 feet across the room just it all be okay don't worry once you're in the back i don't give a shit closes the door back to my day like <laughs> <laughs> i got a line in the store i really want to help you but <laughs> It's so weird. I I was in the front of the store stacking weeds and, and now I'm by the back dumpster. What the hell's going on? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I'm a good person, damn it. Where's where's Joe? He didn't make it. He, he what do you make it? He passed out uh by the dumpster then by the dumpster then? Yeah, by the dumpster. <laughs> this fucking GameStop's policy. Just drag him out of the store. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, on that note, I guess we'll we'll go ahead and take a quick break. And when we come back, uh Arthur and I will be talking about the game Outriders. The demo is out currently. And uh, we're pretty excited about it. Nonetheless, we'll discuss more uh, in just a bit. So we'll be right back right after this. Don't pass out. All right, folks. So. Uh, the game, a uh, big tune of the day here, Outriders, <laughs> that uh, Arthur and I are pretty excited about. It's funny, just to give context before I read the article, you know, I, I, Arthur and I were corresponding. I was like, "Hey, be a good idea for you to check out the, uh, be a good idea for you to be to, to check out the, the demo, you know, before we uh, uh, do the recording, so we can talk about it on the show." You know, I was like, "Oh yeah, sure," you know, and I, I remember getting these these progressive texts as far as like downloading the demo, demo is downloaded, checking it out. And then I got a few texts afterwards. It's awesome. I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like download a demo. Hey, I'm gonna start a demo, so I'll, I'll be able to play it for two hours, which is a decent time before the podcast. Tars go by. Demo's fucking amazing. I just bought the game. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. I guess the demo did its job. Uh, but uh, I'm really excited about this game as well. And just to give a little bit of context around it, uh, according to IGN, it says here. Uh, the, probably the best sign for the Outriders demo is that many people started to play it last week and still are. Even putting aside the fact that per our own reviewer, it already feels like a viscerally fun looter shooter. The game's Burgundy community is delighted with the sheer scope of People Can Fly's early sample of the game. The demo compromises the entire introduction of the game along with the early main missions, a boss fight, excuse me, in four side missions. It allows you to try all four classes, play in solo or three-player co-op, and it perhaps people can fly smartest move, offers a taste of its looting as well as its shooting. That final point is what's keeping fans of the demo coming back far beyond the demo's roughly three-hour length. Uh, farming for legendaries is just as addictive in the demo as a regular shooter looter, it turns out. End quotes. So Arthur, you were doing some. So you were doing a little bit of streaming too before. Uh, but tell me about your experience for the uh, the Outriders demo. I loved it. If I can like try to describe the gameplay and stuff in one sentence, it's like Mass Effect 
with Destiny and Gears. Yeah. The, the sci-fi aspect of Mass Effect, the looter shooter of Destiny with the shooting mechanics kind of of Gears. And it was really funny while playing this. I'm like, the sprinting and cover really feels like Gears. Like yeah. a lot like Gears. And there's reviews. <laughs> and it's really funny. On the Microsoft store, there's reviews of like one star. They ripped off Gears of War. And then I'm like... <laughs> And the reason why Drell's laughing there is people can fly worked on Gears of War. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they worked on they worked on they they've worked prim, they've worked they they've worked on every gear since two. Yeah. Uh, including Bulletstorm, which is, you know, the non gears gears game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to play Gears of War, but with a different skin? Right. Bulletstorm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, and so I get, yeah, man, like I said, I played it. I, I put like two hours over two hours into it and it's, it's awesome, man. I was, I was telling you when it comes to classes, if there's ever like a support class or techie class, like those gadgets, I usually go that. And yeah. so one of the classes is that, and I'm so glad at least for this demo, my first impressions, I did not do that. I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was on, I was streaming and my friend was in the stream and I was like, Hey, I was like, Hey, um, uh, Cheyenne, you know, uh, host the, Ooh, the, the, Ooh squad cast with her new bunch. I was like, Hey, what class should I be? She said the fire one. I'm so glad <laughs> I picked that one, <laughs> dude, making people explode with fire is so fun. <laughs> like, so one, so one thing I said, it's like mass effect. There's not, not only other elements like, you know, like fire and stuff like that, poison, yeah. uh, slow, um, there's combinations like mm. they had in, uh, mass effect and a little bit of Anthem too. So it's yeah. like, let's say there's a power, like someone's on fire. And if you, with this one power, if you kill them while they're still on fire, they explode. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> don't know how, don't care. <laughs> motherfucker's gonna go boom <laughs> it was just so fun man like i said uh now one thing i will admit i will admit with this demo mm. the prologue takes a long it's pretty long right it chug it just barely chugs along with its cuts mm. it's like 60 seconds of playthrough of you walking from one tree to another tree and then there's like a <laughs> five minute cutscene, and then yeah. you walk from that tree to back to your camp and there's like a five minute cutscene. But once you get through the prologue and the game actually starts, it's fucking fun, dude. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I had the same experience too when I started, and I said, okay, I really like the story. You know, thus far, I was like, okay, we're leaving Earth, we're going to another planet. I said, that's pretty cool. And then uh, I thought the voice acting was pretty good as well. I was like, okay, I kind of did the characters, but yeah, I was experiencing like, oh, go talk to this person, like huge cutscene. Like, go to talk to this person, huge cutscene. Oh, I'll pick that up cutscene i'm like what is going on <laughs> well, yeah it, it does take a bit for the game to go but once yeah. it goes it goes um one thing i one thing one mechanic i loved is you can redo side quests to get different loot oh nice i didn't know that wow wow uh, oh yeah it yeah it tells you it's like uh yeah it's like hey you can repeat you can repeat side quests to get loot and i've done that and i've already got not like rare stuff i got like blue stuff okay which is good nice yeah 
Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, and one one of the one of the combat mechanics that I really like too, and I don't I don't know maybe if other games have done this, and I just haven't been privy. But if you scroll your mouse over to like say another part of where you want to uh to to like go behind as far as like a barrack or just like somewhere to take cover like you can you can you can look at it and then press and hold and then it'll automatically take you there kind Here's- of like a, kind of like XCOM like I was like oh shit you know so I was pretty I thought that was pretty dope you know and, and maybe I wasn't privy to it from previous games that they've worked on they did that in gears to, yeah not the, not as for that not as for that that distance though Oh, okay. But like in gears, yeah, you can do the whole hey, you're over here and I go over there, which is with holding one button. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um the division kind of the division kind of does that too. Yeah. Um again, that's so that's why it's like and the thing is, depending on your character class, you play how you want to play. So yeah. like there's a mechanic where to a point everyone has the same base thing that killing people gives you health. The mm-hmm. only thing that changes from class to class is how you have to kill them. Like the tanky with the tanky class, you have to be in close range to get health. Uh, with the pyromancer, they have to be in fire to get health, and so on and so on. Uh, but either way, killing heals you. So the game encourage you to the game encourage you to kill, kill, kill. Now, I'm gonna play the tech the technomancer next, and I feel that I feel it's gonna be a very different playstyle than the way I'm playing now. Because the way I'm playing now with my fire person, as I'm playing close to mid range, where I'm just constantly running up to someone's face, just putting them on fire, and then just unloading <laughs> my whole shotgun clip, and it's like, hey, thanks for the health. Let me go find your friend. And here's the thing, because I have a shotgun that sets them on fire drill, so when people get set on fire, I get health. So I'm just fucking just murdering everything. Like, heal me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, insane. it's fun, dude. One of the, one of the things that you we were talking about off air that I thought was really interesting is that when you play the demo and when you buy the game, you're actually playing, like you can continue where you left off in the demo, which is like a super old school thing that like, I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people don't do, which is like, that is amazing. <laughs> so this demo, this demo, they tell you this demo is straight up the opening of the game. They awesome. tell you, they say, Hey, this demo is the prologue and chapter one. Uh, there's level caps and difficulty, difficulty, difficulty caps. Mm-hmm. But this is the first chapter of the game. So meaning when the game comes out March 31st, 9 p.m. Pacific time, whatever time it is for you, it just, bam, immediately kicks off where you left off. That's awesome. So That's awesome. You know, so, so if you fully be, so for example, again, people are saying how the prologue fucking chugs along. Here's the thing. In the demo, they tell you, you only have to beat the prologue once, that slow cutscene prologue once, and then you can just automatically skip it and then just choose whatever character class to play the rest of the demo, which is yeah. where the game starts. So it's like, hey, which is super smart because someone uh, was super smart because, again, I think more than one person realized, hey, guys, it kind of takes a while to get through that. <laughs> now, <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this about a few gripes. Um, so one thing that's kind of disappointing me is I fucking love the like I, I love it to the point where I love to the point where. I played it, you know, for like two hours and immediately bought the game. I fucking loved it. Yeah, on the Microsoft Store, it's averaging like a three point one rating because all these people are giving are fucking rating bombing it because you have to set up a Square Enix account. Which oh, so it's like one star. I have to set up a Square Enix account. Fuck that, and then they give it a one. 
um people are saying again also people are saying the prologue has so many cutscenes. i don't want to do this twice that tells me that whoever left that rating never finished a prologue yeah because when you fin- of, because yeah. once you finish it they, they say you don't have to do this again yeah and, and here's yeah. the thing and if you really really didn't care about the cutscenes and you just want to play the game there's a skip button on every cutscene that's true even the first time it's it's not like it's not like when you see the cutscene the second time that allows you to skip it no the first time a cutscene comes up so if you so if you're playing so if you're listening to this and you want to play the demo and you've heard like from a lot of people including us and the ratings and whatnot that like hey it's, there's got a lot of cutscenes and you just want to fucking plow through them be skip 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 yeah you can and, still do that and then again so for me when i beat the demo with, with my prom answer and i start playing the demo again I have to do the prologue. It's done. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that was one of the smartest decisions that they made uh, to your point. So I a hundred percent agree as far as, Hey, when you buy the game and you play the demo, you don't have to do the, the, the long intro, you know, over again. So like, and to me, that type of thinking, I feel like I kind of miss from like other developers and publishers. Like that is such a smart fucking idea. Like, and, 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 you know, and actually having it be pretty smooth. And, you know, I, I've started the game a few times because it's like I have to pick up and, you know, play every now and again for my brain. But just starting off where I left off in a demo is awesome. And then I know they said that they're not planning on doing any microtransaction bullshit, you know, or any battle passes. They said they want to do an old school approach, which I am. I am all for the old school. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, you can tell Screenix and people that can fly really put a lot in this game. This, I mean, like, I fuck, like, I'm, I'm loving it. Like, um, aesthetic wise, it, it's a beautiful fucking game. It looks gorgeous. The cutscenes look amazing. The, um, the gameplay looks, the gameplay looks amazing. The flow of the, the battle, like, again, that's why, like, for me, like, kind of feels Mass Effecty, like. Mm-hmm. Oh hey, there's a guy there. There's a guy behind cover. Oh no, he's he's behind cover. What should I do? Uh, set him on fire with my homing shot. Sure, fuck it. Ram this <laughs> fireball whips around the corner. Fireball kind of like whips around the corner to go get some. And like it just looks fucking cool, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's also it's also the gore. Oh, like the gore's so, pretty dope. Yeah, so I <laughs> so when I say like people explode, they explode. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like a comic book, you know, white kaboom. No, like, oh, an arm flies over there. A lake flies over there. <laughs> Hell, during one of the side quests, during one of the side quests, you like literally collect some guy's head. Oh, damn. And, 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 and the cutscene, you know, it's a side quest of a demo, whatever, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, they show it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, yeah, dude, I'm having fun. Like I was telling you, Drell, like those, and also it's it, it, for a demo, it's cooperative. Now I will say that apparently they're having server issues, but uh, supposedly a, a a patch came out today, like today, um, that fixed it. So okay, so we gotta um, we gotta do some coop because it's it's cross platform. So fuck yeah! <laughs> Again, another smart decision, you know. So it's this. These are the these are the kind of developers that we need, you know, continuously in the gaming industry to have this thought process, like it's. You know, to, to have this thought process across an expansive, you know, market. So I, I, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm really excited for the for for the game to come out. 
Uh, I need to figure out what medium I want to buy it on PC, but I'm really excited for this game, man. I, I definitely will be will be uh, co-oping the, the demo hard as much as we can before it releases. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I recommend it. Again, play-wise, play-wise, I'm loving it, like I said. Um, put it this way, in terms of money, this is the first game I've bought bought in a long time. Other than I, other than I just been enjoying the fuck out of Game Pass. <laughs> um, in terms of money, like in terms, in terms of a, tr- a full AAA sixty dollar game plus tax, this is the first six star game I've bought in a long time. I can't like Skyrim, like Skyrim's on Game Pass. <laughs> like I'm trying to think what I'm playing. You know, like again, Sea of Thieves, Deep Rock. Uh, Tetris, all these games I've been playing, you know, Titanfall. Yeah, they're all like you know, Game Pass stuffs. Like again, so for me to go from you know not paying a dime for games pretty much to playing a the demo for two hours, my job would beat the demo. Um, I'm only two hours in. Oh, I'm nice. fucking loving it to immediately like yeah, here's my money. I want to I want to support this. No, no, I like on aspect one. Do I want to play more of it as a fan and a, a customer? As a gamer, I'm like I support this. It's like yeah. I want I want more games like this. I want cooperative. I want no microtransactions. I want again like the whole hey again. It has a three point one rating in the Xbox Microsoft Store, and if you again if you scroll through those reviews, they're not they don't really review the game. A lot of those one stars yeah. are not about the game itself. They're not. They're about fucking. They're they're about oh skip cutscenes cutscenes along. Then fucking press B. Your problem is solved. Move on. Right. Um, right. <laughs> it's not the deepest story. You know what I mean? There's only like arguably yeah. one cutscene. There's only like one cutscene you need to. Wa- I would argue one cutscene you need to watch that paints the story of what the fuck happened. Everything else you could you could totally skip. Um, yeah. uh, again, people are like I have to get me. I have to make a Screenix account. Like it took me. It, it takes you like ten seconds. I didn't. Even, I didn't. Even, I didn't even really make an account. I just like link with Facebook. Okay, cool, done. Here's your game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And again, and people are like, oh, whoa, and then, uh, you know, no one is really saying it because the mechanic there, but all this progress I want to make won't be lost because I can just carry immediately over when the game comes out. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. The the little knacks and things that you have to do in the beginning, it's absolutely fucking worth it. Like, don't like don't listen to these folks that you know they're very shed these shallow reviews you know it reminds me a lot of like yelp and you know a lot of amazon reviews yeah. you know so it's like i bought the wrong thing had to return it one star like the get the fuck out of here like, <laughs> like there, there's people are giving it one stars because there's no jump oh my god i've played every <laughs> single gears of war do you want to know do you want to know what do you want to know what you cannot do in every single fucking gears of war <laughs> you can't jump that's true. I don't remember jumping in the game, but I've never been like, God, I wish I could jump right now. <laughs> exactly. So people are saying there's no jump. I'm like, how it's like, what? So you love Gears War, which has no jump and you hate this game. And again, and again, <laughs> there's other people saying like this game ripped off Gears of War. This game ripped off the mechanic for Gears of War. And it's by the people that helped make Gears of War. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. It's like, these are some stupid fucking people. Like, who are, who are these people that they call yeah. gamers? <laughs> It's like remember for most triple like, you know for most triple games things are for most triple games things are rarely made by like one developer. Yeah. It's usually like developer like the top developer and then like a second tier 
all the developer they used for other mechanics. Right. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> and uh, so it's yeah. like all you know. So the other mechanics, you know, who made the other mechanics? The Gears of War. People can fly. Oh wow! What's what's the newest game they come out with? Our Outriders. Huh? This feels like Gears of War. And plus, why is that a bad thing? Exactly. <laughs> like, like oh, this feels like oh, I love the fucking Gears of War. This feels just like that. Ugh, one star. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, the, people's thought process don't make any like they don't make any sense at all. And part of me is like, before Gears of War, there's brute force. You know what I mean? So like, we're yeah. always we're always borrowing media. We're always From borrowing styles. Exactly. So it's like people are so people are so stupid. So it's just like, yeah, we're, we're borrowing, we're, we're borrowing from a, a bunch of different styles from back in the day. So it's like, that's fine. You know, it's not, a, it's not a big issue. And then this is also, this is kind of my point of like why I wanted to title the episode away, the way the episode's titled Epic games needs to get fucking on their shit to make gears of war six. I'm sorry. Like there's a lot of really cool games and I, and, you know, like, the Gears Six needs to happen so they can, you know, release this game, man. So and and hey, Epic, Epic, if you're too busy, if you're too busy fucking doing your dumbass bullshit with Fortnite, <laughs> hand it off, hand it off to people that people can fly. Seriously, from what I've seen with this game, they'll fucking nail it, man. Seriously, I'm so very impressed. My thing is like, this is a demo. So all these people that review, so if you're gonna listen to reviews without trying without trying it yourself. You're doing a discredit. Yeah, ex- you know absolutely. I mean? It's like it's it, it's like play. It's a demo. Well, I watched reviews. I'm not sure if I like like it, it. Didn't just try it yourself. Because again, for me, I fucking again, I played it. And Amelia was like, "I'm fucking buying it. Done. Here's my money. Take my money. I want to play more of this game. It's cooperative. There's. It's like. Here's why I think I I like it more than Destiny. Because one thing I, one thing I did not like about Destiny too. There's no skill tree. Now people say mm. there's a skill tree. No, there is a pathway that's different. A skill tree is your level one. Choose your choose what choose what branch you want to go to. Your level two. Choose your next branch. Level three. Choose the next branch. That's a skill tree. Yeah. In Destiny, you in Destiny, it's all unlocked for you, and you just choose what you want to unlock. So oh. in Destiny, so in Destiny, the only reason to level up is to use higher guns which for me that mechanic got old very fast yeah like yeah. and besides their quote unquote skill tree was only like five perks no this is a huge fucking skill tree it's huge <laughs> it is massive like i definitely nice. want to stop and like read into it because mm. so for me it has the rpg elements again it's like like, like mass effect mass effect you know later on you know mass effect Arguably more in Mass Effect 2 and 3 has these skill trees of powers for your classes. You know, again, so it has the RPG elements of skill of prop, proper skill trees that I'd argue Destiny does not have. Um, but if loot shooter is your thing, it does have the cooperative loot shooter mechanic that, that, that reminisce you of, of the division of Destiny. Um, and the brutal, fucking awesome, hardcore, hardcore shooting gameplay of Gears. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, uh, folks, I, obviously, if you if you uh, if uh, you haven't noticed, we're a fan of the game. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Which is, I'm, I'm happy. I've been like shitting on stuff for like weeks. Now it's like, oh, writers, give me more. <laughs> <laughs> Just good. 
you know, it's like, you know, before it's like, and here's today's news in Fortnite. Boo, go fuck yourself. <laughs> here's some news. In, here's your news in GTA 5 shit. I don't care. Yeah. Make gives GTA 6. Outriders. Yes. <laughs> the light, yeah, the light. It's been, yeah, Outriders has been, has been a very, very pleasant playthrough so far. And um, I cannot wait for these next few weeks to, to fly by so I can play this game. Yeah, in full. Yeah, man, absolutely. Like people are gonna forget about Gear Six, man, because Outriders is dope, and a bunch of other games coming out. So, but yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So, all right, everyone. Well, this is gonna be a close here for the Gamers for Life podcast. Again, each and every Saturday, we discuss all things games. I am one of your hosts, Jarrell, and my co-host Arthur Thomas. That's me, and check out the stream, Gamers for Life Pod, because I will be streaming more of this game to learn out more of the classes. So check it out. Hell yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you so much, guys. We will see you next week.